0: Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack, the Scani Six-Pack, the podcast that's talking to you six-ish days a week about all things Wisconsin sports. I'm your host, Kedrick Stumbrus. You can follow me on the website, formerly known as Twitter, at Kedrick Stumbrus, and follow the podcast, at Scani Six-Pack, for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. While you're here, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, and smash that bell so you get notifications as soon as we post, because there's some very quickly developing green bay packers defensive coordinator search news if you don't have notifications on if you didn't listen to the episode yesterday first of all what are you doing second of all you're you're already behind you're you're behind there's there's news in there stuff you should listen to get yourself caught up but that news is very quickly transcending <laughs> into those rumors, I should say, are very quickly transcending into news. Um, so go check out yesterday's podcast on the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator search because developments have come out after that that are, you know, quickly rendering that podcast episode a little bit out of date. So you you got to stay up to date as quickly as you can. Turn on those notifications so you know what's happening up to the minute and if you also want to know what's going on because there are tidbits to the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator search that we're not going to cover on the show today but subscribe to the newsletter. The show has a newsletter. Subscribe by heading to skanny6pack.substack.com. Uh, you can also find it by clicking on the link in the podcast description. And there's there's some good nuggets in there about the Packers defensive coordinator search, some other nuggets about Wisconsin basketball in there. You got to stay up to date. We got you. We got you here on the Scotty Six Pack Greater Multimedia Network. Uh, but today on the podcast, we're, we're going to talk about Doc Rivers' debut as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach and kind of what it says about the direction that this team is taking. Because, look, the Bucks lost on Monday night in Denver, 107-113. But there were some really positive things to come out of there, or, or at least what appear to be improvements from elements of the Milwaukee Bucks that have so far appeared to be their Achilles heels. There are also some things that didn't improve, and we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. But first, let's let let's look a little bit at two things that the Bucks have done. The first is changes to the rotation. Under Adrian Griffin... Damian Lillard played the entire first quarter basically every single game because that was something that Damian Lillard said that he wanted to do. One game with Doc Rivers era and Dame is headed to the bench in the middle of the first quarter. That's different already. And Damian Lillard said that he liked playing the entire first and third quarter because that's what he did in Portland. The problem with that is that means that Dame gets rest by sitting at the beginning of the second and the fourth quarter every single second and fourth quarter. Well, don't necessarily want my superstar point guard, NBA all-star starting point guard, sitting on the bench to begin the fourth quarter. Um, So Doc subs Dame out early in, in the first quarter, and it leaves room for, for Doc's philosophy that he wants Damian Lillard, and Giannis both on the floor to end quarters Well, when the Bucks are presumably in the bonus, which is, is huge. You want that offensive production out there. It's it's clear when Doc Rivers talks about he believes there is another level of, of Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo that can be unlocked from an offensive standpoint. This This is how you do it. This is one of the ways that you can do it is by putting your best players on the floor when it matters most, when it can make the most difference which is when you're going to be able to get to the free throw line and do some real damage. Doc Rivers does seemingly want to have at least one of Damian Lillard and Giannis on the floor at all times, which is something that Adrian Griffin did as well. So you're not going to see rotations where they are both on the bench at the same time, because Doc Rivers kind of indicated like, yeah, this, this roster gets killed without these two top 10 players on the court. And, and, Another thing we saw in in changes, we talked about the rotation, of course, the personnel on the court, but what about what the personnel does when it's on the court? Well, that's the big question of this Milwaukee Bucks roster is the defense. And the, frankly, reason that Adrian Griffin got fired was encapsulated in a tweet that the Milwaukee Bucks sent out on Monday ahead of Doc Rivers' debut as the head coach, where the Bucks released, like, a film clip in, uh, included with film clips, included with graphs, charts, tables, the whole nine, a like 1,500 word essay about, hey, we know the defense stinks. This is what Doc Rivers plans to do to improve it. It was a, a, an indictment to Adrian Griffin that I found frankly shocking where Now, obviously, they're not calling out Adrian Griffin, but it's one thing for a journalist, a fan site, to say, hey, these are the things that I think can improve with the defense. It's another thing when the front office, the team itself, is basically having to give, I mean, everything but a public apology for the defense being that bad. It is shocking, and we saw some of these defensive changes early on for the Milwaukee Bucks now. And a lot of this comes with the the aggressive way that Doc Rivers is employing switches on his defense and in switches that appear to have purpose. It doesn't feel like a haphazard defense. It feels like a legitimate defensive strategy on the field and on the field, on the court. And for the, the Milwaukee Bucks to display that against The Denver Nuggets of all teams. Remember, this this team gave up, what, 130 points, nearly, or 130 points, yes, to the Detroit Pistons, basically, a week ago. The the worst team in the NBA. Then, although the pace, of course, of play against Denver is much slower, because they play at a much slower pace, gave up 113 to the Nuggets. That's a defensive improvement, And, and Doc said as much in his post-game press conference, he said, I thought this was an offensive loss, not a defensive loss. But this is a team that's tough to switch your assignments on defensively because Nikola Jukic can do so much. He he can present a threat at so many levels that getting a good, effective switch is hard because he is just, first of all, so smart as a player. And then second of all, if if you switch into one matchup that you think is more advantageous for you, he's going to take advantage of you in a different way um, or catches you lacking on the switch. It, it, it's it's tough. And so for the Bucks to hold the Nuggets to only 113 points, I think is promising, even though it was in a loss. And it that, that mentality, the mentality that I am thinking about and, and the mentality that it seems that Doc Rivers took away from the game where they lost, yeah, of course, he had some criticisms of his team, but it felt upbeat. It felt positive in a a way that you don't necessarily expect after a loss, but I think it says something about what the mentality of this Milwaukee Bucks team, this front office, this new coaching staff is for the rest of the regular season, which is that that this is a win-now team in the postseason. This is not a you got to start winning regular season games right now, team, because you you are implementing a brand-new coaching staff, brand-new schemes, brand-new philosophies that are smack dab here in the middle of the season. And and that's going to take some time, but the goal is for this team to be humming by the time the postseason comes around. So if you are concerned about losses, during this season, during the regular season, don't be. I think this is a great time. If you if you have not been an avid watcher of the Milwaukee Bucks this season, this is a great time for you to get in on it because this is essentially a, a brand new start to the Bucks season all over again. You're going to get to see the way this team is going to grow and gel, I would think, very quickly over the back half of this season. So that that's going to be really fun. And although it's a an offensive loss, In Doc Rivers' point of view, I think that's fine. This is a team that is going to need to give extra mental effort on the defensive end right now, so maybe some lapses are going to come on on offense, but eventually, all of it's going to start humming along. You're going to be able to play offense without thinking very naturally, and this team is going to go places. This team has issues, though, and and we're going to talk about those those issues because they, they are significant, and... It is going to present a problem if the Bucks don't give it, get it fixed. Uh, but we're going to talk about what those fixes are going to need to be after we talk to you about our friends over at Tick Pick, which, of course, is where I get all of my tickets to every Milwaukee Bucks game, to every Wisconsin Badgers game that I go to, every Green Bay Packers game that I went to this season. And Tick Pick is... Just the best. <laughs> TickPack doesn't believe in hidden fees. You're never going to pay hidden fees for tickets. How annoying is it all the time? When you go to a ticket app, you go to Ticketmaster or whatever other competitor, you see a ticket for 600 bucks, and all of a sudden you roll roll up to the checkout screen, and there's like $200 in, in these weird hidden fees that you didn't know about. And then you're faced with a horrible decision of, you know, do you actually keep these or not? And, and that's hard, especially when you're buying things like concert tickets, because you could have those in your cart and you thought you've had the decision made to buy at that price, and sometimes those concert tickets, they go really quickly, you have them in your cart, and you're faced with a tough decision now where you think you're going to have to pay more than you actually thought you were going to, or maybe risk not getting those tickets at all, you're never going to have that problem on TickPick, ever. And if you find a better price for tickets somewhere else, is going to refund you 110% of the difference in credit toward your next purchase. So go to the TickPick app, That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. Download it in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Plus, click my link in the podcast description. The link that's on the screen right now, it's in the YouTube description. Save 10 bucks on your first order by using that link. Uh, Helps the show. Would really appreciate it. So go to TickPick. Click the link in the description. Save 10 bucks on your first order. Never pay hidden fees for concerts or comedy shows, for games, Ever again. All right. Coming up this week on the show. We talked to Milwaukee Bucks and and we love that we talked to some Milwaukee Bucks now. Um, Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about Wisconsin basketball. Of course, again, Uh, the Badgers gearing up for a big game against Nebraska on Thursday. Nebraska has only lost one time at home this season and has not lost at home in Big Ten play yet. Uh, going to be a tough matchup before the big tilt of the weekend on Sunday against Purdue. So Thursday, we're going to preview that Nebraska matchup Friday. We'll recap it for you. And then Saturday, we have a great guest coming on. Uh, that's already all lined up to talk Purdue, Wisconsin hoops. Very, very, very excited about that show. Um, so there's some issues with the Milwaukee bucks team though, before we get to Wisconsin basketball later on this week. And some of these issues were on display last night or two nights ago. And one of those is a Bobby Portis issue. And not talking nice about Bobby Portis and one other person that I'm going to talk about on here that uh my mom will not be happy about me <laughs> speaking ill of um doesn't get you a lot of fans in, in the city of Milwaukee necessarily because he's a fan favorite but Bobby Portis has been an issue for the Milwaukee Bucks roster, and he doesn't seem to be getting better. Last night, he had a usage rate of 28%. 28%. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it means that his usage rate was just below Giannis at 29%. Bobby, 28. Giannis, 29% being used. On possessions when they're on the floor. And that is a problem. Bobby Portis should not be used that much. And it's not that he's getting used that much because he's on a roll. Last night, Bobby shot two of 13 from the floor and O of seven from two. That means that his two baskets were two of the six that he shot from three. That's not good. And admittedly, the Milwaukee Bucks have a backup big problem. But Bobby Portis is not helping it. He he is at a low point in his career, at, at least with his time with the Milwaukee Bucks, a, and it just doesn't make sense. And this is an issue overall with the bench. We talked about that just a second ago that there is a backup big problem. Doc Rivers knows this is a problem. Uh, he, he started his post-game presser with, yeah, in the first half, the second group of guys got crushed. <laughs> you do one sub. And you just know, oh, this this is gonna be rough. And and, and frankly, it's because the Bucks are kind of top heavy. Of course, this happens when you, when you assemble a roster that has multiple superstars on it, a- and it, it is it's just tough. This team needs some bench scoring. Uh, Pat Connaughton is reaching a point where, sorry, mom, I, I'm not quite sure what you do here. It's getting a little tough for Pat Connaughton fans for Bobby Portis fans, to to justify them being around this Milwaukee Bucks roster. And and you need to inject some some scoring life into this Milwaukee Bucks roster, which which brings us to the question ticking down below, which is what will the Milwaukee Bucks do at the trade deadline? It's very likely that any package that the Milwaukee Bucks would trade for is going to have to include one of probably both of Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton. Although, of course, they are at a low point of their value. Uh, they, they They are contract pieces that make sense in potential trades to add up to match salaries with guys that Milwaukee would be targeting. And chief among them in Milwaukee Bucks trade targets is Deontay Murray who is the talk of the town when it comes to the NBA trade market. He is a shooting guard from Atlanta. He, he's the most talked about trade asset of, of anybody in the league right now. And, and that's going to make it hard for the Milwaukee Bucks to get him, but he fits exactly what the Milwaukee Bucks need to do on the trade market, which of course is the same issue they've had over the course of the last couple of seasons, which is go out and get you somebody who can really help you on the wing. Because... Although the Milwaukee Bucks have a backup big problem, they can play small ball. You you can play Giannis at center. You can play Giannis at the five and do well with with four guards outside of him. And Doc Rivers is willing to do that. He was going to do it at some point last night up until Giannis picked up his fourth foul with a little over seven minutes left. And and that made it hard for them to do, hard for them to go small ball with Giannis the only option inside. Um, So yeah, Get subbed out for a hot second there. But if you're willing to play small, you can forego your backup big in Bobby Portis and, and trade for a wing who, who can do you some work on the perimeter where the Bucks perimeter defense has been quite bad, can give you some better shooting options from outside, and... Deontay Murray is is exactly that. He's he's going to be hard to get because he is so widely talked about because he is seen to be a quite valuable trade asset on the market, out of Atlanta. But he, he's he's one guy that I would look out for who who fits this mold. Another guy who popped up of the NBA trade rumor market just just yesterday is Andrew Wiggins. Grew up a Kansas fan. This is intriguing to me. I don't know if the bucks can find a way to make that salary situation work uh but apparently the warriors have at least listened to uh trade you know requests trade um inquiries surrounding andrew wiggins in in straight up player for player trades so wiggins is out there i think the hard part with that is that the gold state warriors are not going to be willing to trade in Andrew Wiggins in just a straight up salary dump move. They, they need to get something back that is going to improve that basketball team. And that's because they have an aging core. And if they have a shot at getting another ring, it's, it's going to be in the next year or two before uh, those contracts, which are very expensive with players who are aging becomes an untenable situation. So I don't know that the Bucks on their, well, I know for a fact that the Bucks on their own cannot put together a package of just guys and stuff that Milwaukee has to, to go get Wiggins. So it, it would need a third or fourth team to make this trade work. But if it would happen, if you could put together a deal that would send Wiggins to the Bucks, that'd be fun. He is he is a valuable piece, certainly not the the MVP level prospect that he was touted to be when when he came into the league. However, many years ago when LeBron went back to Cleveland, but uh, he is he is a great piece. He is an NBA champion and would be a solid fit for this roster. And then the third guy that I want to touch on is somebody who fits in a different vein than, than the first two, and that's Bruce Brown from Toronto, and the role he would fit isn't necessarily on the wing but would improve the bucks at the backup point guard position i i think because campaign for what he is backing up damian lillard is good enough but you can get better out of that position i think or it would be worth asking the question of do the bucks think that Bruce Brown is an upgrade over campaign at that position. And maybe the Bucks think that he is. Campaign would certainly be someone that is also in that vein of Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton, who could be traded in a deal at the deadline, the trade deadline looming in the back of all this, February 8th, very soon. So maybe you want to trade Bruce Brown campaign straight up you know combine some salary, some draft picks some assets the Raptors are probably going to be stingy but maybe you want to keep both and you do a backup point guard by committee situation you have both of them on the floor together both of them kind of occupy this combo guard space and maybe that makes your roster better um I don't necessarily know what Doc River's track record is at trying to employ that kind of lineup it's not Super common in the NBA um, from what I'm remembering off the top of my head. But it, it would be interesting to see those two play together campaign and Bruce Brown w- with Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard off the floor. Um, Yeah, would, would present some options. So Bucks need to get better at guard. I, I know that they already have a backup big problem, but I think they can play small ball enough, well enough to justify maybe taking yet another little hit at the backup five to go and get an upgrade on the perimeter or on the wing. So that's what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, a, A little bit of a deep dive here that we don't often do with the Milwaukee Bucks, but I am excited to continue watching them this season, see how they improve. Uh, as we quickly approach the trade deadline, as we quickly quickly approach the all-star break, should be very fun. So stay tuned to the feed as we continue to talk Milwaukee Bucks this season, as we talk Wisconsin basketball coming up this week, we're going to preview the Wisconsin-Nebraska game. Tomorrow, we'll recap that and then preview with a great guest on Saturday morning, the Wisconsin-Purdue huge tilt, which will, looks like, decide who is leading the Big Ten, or at least one team, whichever team wins will walk away with at least a share of the lead in the Big Ten. So stay tuned to the feed. We're going to keep talking, talking to you about it. While you're here, hit that subscribe button on the Scunny Six Pack podcast, Spotify, Apple, YouTube feed, youtube.com slash at Scani Six Pack. Hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever we upload a brand new episode because they, they're coming fast and furious these days and also subscribe to the newsletter sconeysixpack.substack.com you can follow me your host Kedrick Stumbrist on the website formerly known as twitter at Kendrick Stumbrist and at Pack for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports until tomorrow bucks and six